Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely, wonderful, happy, kind co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It's a new discography, more or less, per episode, and today we'll be discussing every album by Coco Rosie. This was requested long, long time ago by Sid, I believe. I I apologize for uh, for picking this. I this you know <laughs> trying to spice spice up. I didn't. I don't know anything about it. Well, going I, in, especially, I was like, I may have heard that name. I can guess what it is. Doing one Google, I can kind of guess what it is. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll like it. And uh, first of all, welcome if you're new here. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Coco Rosie fucking sucks. See you later. Like, I don't, they don't suck. They don't suck. I just don't like them. At if, all. I fucking don't like them at all, dude. <laughs> I don't know if they actually have a cult following or if some reviewer just like used that word. But if they do, yes, we we are we're dead men after this. You mean like like cult cult or cult like like the way you know a movie like, like, develops? Like, okay, like a John Carpenter cult. Yes, not like a Jared Leto cult. Although reading about their family, if they had like a an actual cult, that wouldn't surprise me either. Why are we doing this episode? We should not be talking shit about this band. <laughs> I again, I this I try to spice it up a little like, hey, let me get a little something different in here. I don't know anything about this band. Either. So you, I didn't know you didn't know anything. No, I, I just, thought you knew something. I this I was like, you know, it's been a while since we've done like a lady centric. Right. Artists Dude, that, like yeah. where like they're the main driving force. Let me like this throw this one in there. And good job, Alex, because now we're gonna sound super fucking sexist. And I'm not just not just because I'm gonna be doing my dice the entire time. Oh man, although it might not help. But uh, oh god, so Sid, you sack of shit. Was this a joke? How dare you? If you're still watching, go to hell. But also, Sli- uh, I, I will say slightly less annoying to me than Neutral Milk Hotel. I would say a great deal less annoying. No, no, oh. no, don't no. know. Don't, don't know. know. Conflicted. Okay. Conflicted. We'll figure this out. Before we get into all this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Patreon.com uh, slash every member if you want to support us. Uh, if you don't want to wait a million years like Sid waited for this because he just seen, he sent, a, he sent a standard email. We got to it within six months. Yes. And uh, the wait time may be even longer. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But Patreon members tier two, they get to jump the line. We have another Patreon requested uh, request, requested request coming up. Uh, and he waited about two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I don't know when these come uh, out. I think four, four. Okay, well, we're, we're not that far ahead anymore. No, we're not. But anyway, something, something like that. If you want to do that, bonus episodes, get that. Uh, and of course, there will always be a Spotify playlist on whichever artist we're covering this episode. Coco Rosie, link in the description. Uh, like, you know, same with every other episode. Even if we don't have flattering things to say, we will ho- do our best. I was hoping you had, because I have a lot of flattering things to say. But I was like, he better like them, because God damn it, I know you knew you weren't. I knew you weren't. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But like, I was like, I was hoping you would, <laughs> so that you'd counteract my negativity. I, I, I feel like I'm kind of like down the middle. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that, if you'd like, in all, whatever. I guess that's it for plugs. I don't. I mean, I don't, uh, you can subscribe we, and you can do all the things if you want. Yeah, we do the heavy lift, and yeah. I mean, or you do the heavy lifting at the end. Honestly, who the <laughs> hell is going to stick around? We are these. Okay, hold on, Coca Rosie. Yes. Are they beloved? I hear things about influence. I'm going to assume and, they they are okay. beloved. Um, I 
I feel like they've kind of like laid down the groundwork for an artist like Lord or Billy Eilish, 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 um, and some other ones I can't think of right now, but, um, it, it, was it sounds like the, honestly hearing that it sounds like they laid the groundwork and inspired everything that I fucking hate. Probably. In, pop, in like mainstream pop music. I don't like, like, trend, like specific trends that I fucking hate. I don't hate those artists. And it, it was very like, I was intrigued and I was just kind of like, Oh, this band could like branch off into so many directions. Yeah. I the know. direction they went. I, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. I felt the exact same way where I was like, all right, all right, I get it. I get yeah. it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I got happy. And I got something. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, like the, I like them. I get it. And then the next album, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. We didn't discuss this. Yeah. It's not, it's not what we talked yeah. about. And then from there, it just went in the whole thing that I, I fucking hate mm-hmm. so badly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, I described it to a friend when I was talking about this as this is like if uh, Gene from Bob's Burgers was two pretty girls and had a record label. I disagree with that. <laughs> I don't think. No, no fucking way. It, 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 not, not the, it, oh, this ahead. because like if you watch Bob's Burgers, he like uses like. Yeah, his, like, like fucking silly noises. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, I, I get what you're saying. Like, they're not that tacky, but <laughs> it is not original how what they're doing at all. And it, it is it I, is noticeable. I think they started off pretty original, not memorable, but original enough. And then it just kind of like and we've talked about this with bands where like if you're around long enough and then like your peers and all the copycats kind of surpass you. Yeah. I think that's, that's what happened with Coco Rosie. Interesting. Okay. Let's get into it more uh, detail, but like uh, before we start the albums. Okay. There are sisters. Yes. One's Coco. One's Rosie. Yes. Nicknames given by their mother and mother and father both sound like fucking nut jobs. Why? Uh, her mother uh, compulsively moved and threw away everything they owned. <laughs> and she was right. like the main parent they lived with. They would see their dad in the summers. Uh-huh. Anyways, her mother is uh, described as an artist, a singer, a teacher, and a healer. Okay. Um, All right. It sounds like she's a. And she started dating a new age spiritual leader, a woman by the name. You mean a cult leader? (laughs) By the name of Brooke Medicine Eagle. Um, Also, wait, hold on. Wait, you just said three different adjectives that were nouns. That's her name. Her her name is three nouns. Yes. Brooke Medicine Eagle. Yes, because uh, obviously this woman is Native American. I think Coco Rosie. That was not obvious to me, Alex. I thought it was a stupid white woman. (laughs) Uh, to be fair, to be fair, white women do be doing that. Uh, um, I th- believe Coco Rosie are also Native American, but I couldn't find like a confirmation because on the Wikipedia it says self-described. I'm like, what does that mean? Self-described. I self-described as really successful. It doesn't fucking make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I blame Wikipedia for that one. This this wasn't gonna do like a deep dig. And then their dad equally as crazy. They'd spend summers with him, and he'd just like go on fucking vision quests. And he describes himself as a farmer, teacher, spiritualist, interested in Native American religion, 
shamanism and is a member of the peyote church which i didn't even know was a <laughs> church preach dude yeah holy shit by the way you ever notice that it, like every time someone throws in teacher along with different professions they've never taught no, professionally not no, once not once yeah, yeah so both of those parents not teachers by the way mm. they like to say things and hopefully it teaches someone not teachers I don't know why I'm we're shitting on these people. <laughs> uh, they sound crazy. They sound, both of them sound like night jobs. Also, unless we're talking about KRS one, the actual the teacher, the teacher. Um, Man, that guy is a fucking annoying too, though. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So this growing up with those two people, um, and then Sierra. Uh, Sierra is what Rosie? She's Rosie. Okay. Moved to France to study a career as opera singer. Uh, her and Bianca or Coco, the, they were not estranged, but they didn't really communicate a lot. Yeah. Um, and then there was this an improv to trip uh, from uh, sorry, I'm getting from Bianca to go visit Sierra where they recorded their first album in her tiny apartment mm. in France. That's OK. OK. That's Which sounds pretentious. It's already well she moved there to be an opera singer alex all right is that yes. pretentious about that although and, i do like and, opera singers and neither is uh bianca living in brooklyn to become involved in the literary community can i kick her in the balls i, I can i do something <laughs> like i hate them as people i'm sure they're nice people but just with just their essence the things that they like i don't like they didn't the things that they enjoy i do not enjoy alex they didn't stand a chance with those parents. Not a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, <laughs> I would have kind of killed to be traveling a little bit more than I do now. But I, I know. I, I like how we this like talked about like DMX who did arguably horrible things. Horrible. And we horrible were just things. like. Dude, yeah. He's fucking rad, dude. That's my man. Dude, fuck yeah. And then it's just they're this little artsy fartsy. And we're like, God damn it. Give me give me the, here's what the it is. criminal. Here's what it is. And what I really believe it is. You fucking bo- like we said in the episode of DM- the DMX episode, we believe him. Yes, I don't believe damn near anything that they do, and by that I do mean like they they make this is a, a group of choices. They do, sure they make a lot of decisions that I yes. fucking inherently disagree with, like from a very core instinctual level. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't go there, and like sometimes I like that. We're like, oh shit, I didn't even see that coming. But this is always like. I don't want you to go there because I could. That sounds like what everyone's doing, and they fucking go there every mm. time. They do every. They always do what I'm expecting them to do. Sure. And that really, sure. yeah. I feel like they kept me on my toes for a little bit, a little bit. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I more. There's definitely one era more so than the other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Though I didn't feel that surprised by either. Uh, so what the hell? We're talking. We're talking shit about these poor girls. Uh. So that you, yeah, it's basically the whole thing then. Yeah, the, this uh, this getting a little head. This it wasn't intended to be like they weren't like trying to get signed to a label, uh-huh. but uh, somehow you know it was just supposed to be for their friends. Somehow it caught the ear of someone at uh, Touch and Go. Touch and Go, which we just talked we about. Just on talk, the slint. We talked about Slint, but also Touch and Go is remarkable. That's the homo Steve Albini and the Jizz Lizard. And like, yeah, come on, come yeah. on. Chicago I think base, this, very cool. I think they're this uh, indie indie rock. They're like, but thing is, like, they're like the one of the best. Like my favorite label period is Sergeant House, but like, uh, yeah. like Touch and Go is like up there with my 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 older favorites, like, like legend, yeah, eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they do they still put out new records. It seems like they're more like a catalog label now at this point. I'm not sure. I didn't. Uh, 
I did not look into it. Well, I, you know, I had a real reason to. Yeah, I had no idea you had such an, an affinity for Touch and Go. You know, it just comes with listening to Big Black for so many fucking mm. years. Uh, but second episode in a row, talking about the Big Black. Uh, but let's see. Altogether, Coco Rosie had se- has seven albums. They're still active. They, they're... I know. I put I put them on the list originally because it was like, oh, they haven't recorded since 2015. And then they had an album last year. Last, yeah. So, so we're, yeah. Well, it, it, it doesn't can, matter at this point. At this we're, point, we're, we can do a loose ends if they release a new album, yeah. which, yeah, we do those every now and then. But seven albums as of right now. First one was released in uh, 2004. Last one, like we said, last year, 2020. So if you're ready, Alex. I am ready. <laughs> Let's get into it. This is uh, 19. I'm sorry. I keep see. I'm so used to seeing 19. Oh, every yeah, yeah. Year. Oh, this is relatively new this for the, us. This is the one of the first, if not the first RSV card where their first album was in the 21st century. Maybe clips. Clips. You're right. Yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the only one though? We've done a lot. Yeah. I think where they like started off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like the only one. There's probably another one. Whatever. There's probably a lot of them. You know what? Probably a lot. I'm just high. Mars Volta. That's another one. Oh, Mars Volta clips. Those are the. I'm just plugging all of our episodes. Yeah, Alex, play yeah, along. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's just. I, I would plug away if I could think of more off the yeah. top of my head. Yeah. So 2004 is mouthful of a French douchey title. Sorry, La Maison de Mon Rêve. 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 That was better than I would have done. That's kind of a Chewbacca thing at the end, though. So our listeners can hear, on the first few albums, they love to use children toys. Children's toys in the sound effects. It gets a bit much. Yeah, at times. At times, but it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. It's very reminiscent of that record, Alex. Godspeed. God, it, I, and I will say this about the first two albums, first three albums, maybe. It just feels like they're doing everything Godspeed did, but worse. Mm, like the, all, the, I, all the sound effects stuff, all the conversations. I'm talking over their lovely voices, even though I hate the way this album is produced. I like their voices a lot on this first one. It's That's so silly. It feels more honest. Yeah, feels more organic. Where um, I don't know which one it is becomes more cartoon. Starts to do a thing that I want to choke her for. Sorry, I'm not sexist. So this is it's folk. It's just folk. It's yes, cute. It's yes. fun. It's actually kind of nice. Yes. I was not turned off by this song. I'll tell you that right now. No, no. This album, I was like, I don't love it, but I'm intrigued. I, well, I want to see. I want to hear more. Yeah. Um, and then the things that like really caught my ear were songs like "By Your Side." Fuck yeah. And Haitian love songs, where it's like you like that one. Yeah, it's like this lo-fi hip-hop thing, and at the time, it wasn't... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't really think of, like... I don't even think I've used that term, like, lo-fi hip-hop. Yeah, we've never had a reason to. Yeah. Encountered it, really. Yeah, so in in that essence, they kind of carved out this little, like, unique area for themselves in 2004 yeah. this it because the other ones you're talking about it sounds i think some of it is beatboxing i'm, sh- I'm actually definitely some of it's beatboxing but mm. i don't know if all of it is but it, <clears throat> like you're saying lo-fi and it's against these 
straight up folk like every song is an acoustic 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 i don't know why i said like that mm -hmm. every song is an acoustic something there's a fucking yes. harp in there or something there's obviously the guitar and yeah so it's, it's those it's that beatboxing against folk shit which is like i don't fucking like that i don't know i think it sounds fine here yes not my bag but i could definitely see it i could see yeah it. they are it is interesting like knowing it was recorded in a tiny apartment so you do have limitations on what you can do but they still manage to carve out whether you hate it or love it they did manage to carve out this this sound there's a style yeah yeah Points um, where it, 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 it became exactly what i was expecting it to and what i was not pleased by it sounds like jesus loves me where it's like oh they're just now they're just going regular boring ass folk gospel and it's i i, I can't imagine that being interesting when it i mean oh, I mean, I mean, go, go on, oh go on. yeah i mean i took that more as like satire than i'm talking about the song oh, the, though, the style song, okay it's just okay. another gospel song that on an acoustic guitar with two yeah. women singing like uh, yeah we haven't heard that shit before holy god and i always wanted i kept wanting to forgive stuff like that but i was like wait this is 2004 this wasn't that early like sure you think the shit like this exists like i mean like it, in terms of the folk style not so much the chip mm -hmm. hop or chip hop hip hop style. yeah but i do like uh how that song leads uh, bleeds right into good friday good friday yeah that um another one of their like s sounds where they they figure out a way to balance like creepy music and sweet music mm -hmm. which sounds weird but somehow they they do it Actually, with that song, I do like it, but God damn, that, that vocal melody sounds almost like it sounds like a Beatles melody, like mm -hmm. early Beatles. Or, yeah. Uh, it just has that way of writing, a uh, way of writing. Uh, but what else? What else? What else? Uh, two other, like, I think stronger songs this overall to me, um, Candyland. Yeah. It's... Uh, all the played out words have been pretty ethereal. Yeah. Um, even the like sirens, or I think there's sirens on the the children's toy. Yeah, that, like yeah. help add to it. Um, West West Side. I don't know. Like I'm not sitting there like, oh, what toy is this? But it uh, <laughs> it it almost sounds like a video game. Like uh, like it could be on the score of like an eight sixteen bit oh, video right. game. Right. Yeah. Right. That's so. A lot of this. Both those songs are, are examples. It, the, it's really minimal. Like yes, everything in here is super duper minimal, and they usually, well, up until a point, they are mostly minimal. But it feels at this point, I was like, this this writing is not at all developed because pretty much all these songs are just like one little sequence of chords or one mm. little melody, and then they're just, they're just singing over it while playing with toys, and like. It's really not as soon as you, you get the main thing like oh they're doing this and the most you could hope for for this album is like oh you might hear a weird creepy sample or something yeah and that's what makes it interesting again so it's not like these are good songs it's just like so this is what this band is to me and beginning to end they are so goddamn obsessed with the the presentation and the production of of the whole thing and not good songwriters i think they're like they're just they just can't write any anything interesting really like there's some good stuff here and there but sure. it's, it's always like a surprise to me so here it just feels like oh these are all nice and you know it's nothing like remarkable but the, it sounds creepy it sounds you know really odd and, and unsettling and super lo-fi mm -hmm. so that's kind of what makes it feel unique at all yeah definitely listening to their whole discography like if someone stopped me on the street and was like 
sing like three Coco Rosie songs, I can't. I can't do it because oh, it all kind of just like. I can definitely sing a couple because they, <laughs> they wouldn't leave my fucking head, and it doesn't. Oh, that's like, inter- Yeah, I, mean I like it. it. It's actually because I don't like it so much that it's, yeah. but it's catchy. I guess it did its job. Sure, uh, it's later on though. But also, I do like. Uh, I like butterscotch. It's again what I was saying. It's like it's super messy and hard to follow, but it's also really cold and lonely. Again, it's like the vibe is on point. Like mm-hmm. it's. it's Everything about it is how you feel when listening to it. Not so much is this a good song or this is how how do they does write it, this? Does it stay with you? Does it stick with yeah. you? Yeah, I could see like if someone at the label didn't like out love like outright love this band, I could see it like okay, I can see how this is an investment. Yeah, like like there's something there. There's something there. Yeah, we can we can mold it, but I don't. Uh, also, I don't know if uh, they're. I don't know if you can mold them. They're this like free, free spirits. And- I hate. I hate anybody who identifies as a free spirit. Yeah, not You're fucking blowhard. <laughs> not that. Oh, I, I, I don't know if they uh, ever use that, but you know. This, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. But just like the whole, you can't contain me. I'm just gonna let it flow. And I say I both those things all the time, but I say it less douchey than. <laughs> <laughs> Good old hypocritical. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hypocritic. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a good album. It's just mostly vibe. It's a little underdeveloped, and you could tell it's a little sloppy, especially like the vocals were pretty much the whole album is them singing simultaneous vocal lines together. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would I could see how like fans of folk music could find this appealing. 100 percent uh, I, I did think it was still weird to do that though, because it's not like they're really harmonizing. They're just singing the same thing at the same time, mm. and it it's an it's a wonky sound. It, it it is interesting. Like you know, one of them wants to be an opera singer, and then yep. the other one that's got a wild hair up her ass we're to, gonna, to make music. We're so. gonna talk about the choices of these <laughs> two lovely ladies on this next album. Yeah, so. Let's talk. Let's get into it. This is 2005s. If I know I kind of sprung it on you, you ready? I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. 2005s, Noah's Ark. Nothing about the music, but uh, I think one of my favorite album covers ever. It's pretty. It's not <laughs> bad. It fucking made me laugh. It's a, it's a train of unicorns. Yeah. And one looks like she has like pierced udders while she's throwing up, like something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. man. Believe that it is a This is not uh, a good opener. It's not a good no. Opener. No, it's no. a horrible opener. I'm so angry right now. I like I yeah, blood's boiling. Uh yeah. I'm listening to her fucking voice right now. You you put you probably all think I'm fucking crazy. And maybe I am. Alright, but it le- it is a sign of what the choice this song was like, oh, she made a decision here and here. She's gonna do something with her voice from now on. Mm-hmm. It's not bad yet. It's not but, that bad yet. But I could see how, how knowing what it becomes, yep. it's just like uh, like flashbacks yeah. and like nom or something. This is full on PTSD. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna tell you right now, this song doesn't change much. No, that's right? that's about it. And believe it or not, Alex, not worst, not least favorite, but I hate this album. Yeah, yeah. same. No accolades for me either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I this like the first album. I was like, okay, okay, let me see what you got. This one, not. I wasn't in, like as interested. I'm just like, okay, I know what you do. Yeah. It's exactly what it was. I know what you do. I get it. It's more of the kind of like the Godspeed thing where like, all right, we're going to play the sample of this person talking for a while over this kind of ambient piano thing, mm-hmm. but it's just not original. It's not as well done. Obviously, I don't, I don't feel that Godspeed is very unsettling when they do it and it's kind of got a more of a burn to it. This, this is feels like every, every song they're just slapping stuff on mm-hmm. there. And then again, the songwriting has barely changed. It's kind of the same minimal stuff where they have one little finger plucking melody and then that's the whole song. It's it's a little more uh, well produced now. There's some guest artists. Also, she's like hit or miss for me on um, Beautiful Boys. Oh. I don't I don't know. A- uh, An- Anoni. Uh, I think it's. A, I think I'm gonna double check because I wrote it down. I for, forgot. Formerly of Anthony and the Johnsons, her voice is just. Sometimes it works for me more often than not. It it does not. Um, it, it yeah, Anoni. Uh, uh god damn but yeah like beautiful boys it was it was a bit much for me so hold on i want to talk about anoni because oh my god i was like i was like oh this is just like okay a guest vocalist that doesn't that sounds come like super out of place in this style oh. it almost sounds like a like like she has an r&b voice by the way uh she's trans so she, you'll recognize it as a male voice i had to look it up to yeah yeah trans. so it sounded of of anthony and the johnsons yeah. was that as r&b yeah or that was the group. Or Anthony. I think it's Anthony. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know why there's no H. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's not, it almost like an RB quality to it. Just the the, the, the timbre mm-hmm. her voice. But I mean, whatever. I don't give a fuck about that. It's just this, the song Beautiful Boys has been yeah. stuck in my head. Holy since, shit. And I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate Noni's part <laughs> in it. Beautiful boys. It's like, Argh! yeah, I only know, Argh! I only know her from being like featured on other people's tracks. And every time I'm just like, mm, I don't, I no. don't like her voice. No. It's not even the voice that's, that's bothering me so much about that. It's the actual melody. It's the so- yeah. It's the actual song itself that I think is horseshit. So since we're talking about voices, I don't know which of the fucking sisters was it. It's, it's either Coco or Rosie yes. who sang on the opening track, K-Hole. Who decide to sing oh, like this? And it started. That it gets became, grinding. It gets okay. It it's so much. Big, I have so many deep. Like I took this personally because fucking. I really. I hope that was. I really hope that's Bianca because if it's Sir Sir Seria, uh, Serena Sir, Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serena's uh, out of square. Um, I'll keep going. Yeah, if that's her after being like trained for opera. I don't think well because we get opera vocals and not so, so much here. So it's probably Bianca. Yeah, because I love me some opera vocals. I uh, fucking love that shit. <laughs> but, and I, I love I, how you just turned Italian for a little know, bit. <laughs> and I do love it when it happens, but here it's not so much. Here it's just okay. Now one of the sisters, you gonna be seen like a baby. Everything it's baby talk. It's fucking oh baby yeah, talk. that's a good way to and put it. What it what it sounds like is like oh. I heard Bjork. Now I want to sound like Bjork, but not as good. And then if it turns from that to this 
cartoon version of that where it just mm-hmm. gets worse and worse in every album. It sounds like it's like the most annoying gets, affect to it, add to your voice. It gets more and more character caricature. Car- caricature. Yeah. Uh, more cartoon like. Yeah. The more we get into these albums. Yeah. yeah um, what, the way it, it, I, it registers the most in my brain is if it's like a, a weird fucking Cronenberg of an old lady and a baby talking. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And just smashed together. Just per, like pronouncing words and vowels weirdly, like mm-hmm. skipping whole like consonants to, to make them sound like <laughs> that. It's fucking obnoxious. <laughs> like I hate that sound more than anything. Like I'll, I'll take a fucking DMX album over this fucking, sorry, I'm getting, I'm sorry. Go on. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it didn't beat me down yet. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, pff, fucking maybe you'll just stop doing that but no um it yeah. gets it gets more and more pronounced yeah um bear hides and buffaloes mm-hmm. that's when the children's toys i'm like i get it i don't i yeah bear hides and buffalo i i do like her i do not her i hate her voice here obviously yeah. but i like the song is not so bad i, I do I, like it's like it's the music box thing they like music boxes by the way they yes. fucking love music of course boxes. They do. it's music boxes with trip-hop drums mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck yeah uh, and it almost has like a swan lake feel to it it's very nice uh it's it's I, not the greatest and her voice is doing her it, it, yeah yeah i don't know if the operatic vocals were sampled on that but the they are they're good on that. i bet well, you know, I don't know because it does sound like that, right? It does sound yeah. a little bit like a sample. But when they do bring op- operatic vocals in, it's so expertly done. It's mm. so perfectly done that like, yeah, I, I want to believe that it actually might be her, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, I, I kind of miss like the, the lo-fi hip hop trip hop sound. I only really got that vibe from the title track. Uh, did I forget? No, wait, no. I do like, yeah, I get yeah, yeah. I like it. It's a little groovier, but that along with everything, and it's why I can't enjoy these as albums. Everything is the same fucking speed, L- yep. mood, yeah. sad. Next sad song, next sad song, next same th- BPMs, yeah, same everything. Like every song, so very sad. Okay, like there's, you can make it, you can make every song sad, but have a different feel to it. Maybe a little bit more on the melancholy side, a little bit more on the fucking dark side. You could do all kinds of things. They all have the same type of folky type of, mm-hmm. it's all folk sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's in one gear, the whole album, uh, stuff like that. I do. So I like their ideas. They have like really good ideas it, and I <laughs> dislike all of the execution pretty much <laughs> like for Armageddon. I was going to say, I yeah. like the ideas that I say group vocals, like synthy organs. Uh, it's melancholy, but not super dramatic. I just don't like the song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, yeah, the lyrics work for me on that song. I think like, Oh, you know, it's, it's interesting. They're the song subjects. And now they're singing about like an Armageddon, like, Mm-hmm. Okay, like you had the right idea to like push yourself out of your, that comfort zone, right? But then you did it in the style that yeah. was. Yeah, well, just they don't feel like songwriters to me. They just feel like creatives and good <laughs> and like vocalists, creatives and vocalists. They yeah, have, that's probably make, yeah. It doesn't make make you a good songwriter. They're very different things. They're very difficult. Like it's. A, I think about this. Well, I thought about this a lot recently, where you get a different kind of songwriter, where they're just they have strengths in other areas. Like for example, you get a Mike Patton who's not like the, he doesn't write like hooks 
or, mm-hmm. or really catchy songs. What he's good at is layering. He like yeah. he's a good layerer. He adds fucking lines and all those on top of a, someone else's. Like that's why Faith No More is such a accessible band because like they have a strong catchy foundation and then you get all these crazy layers. Uh, same with Bungle and all that. Our, he's a layer, but yeah. if you get like someone like Kurt Cobain who. You listen to Nirvana, not a lot of layers, just a strong bass rhythm and a strong vocal melody, and that's it. Mm-hmm. These, I feel like they're good layers, and there was no one writing good songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to save it for the next album, but you brought up Bjork. I will say, like, with Bjork, she, like, does different styles of music. She's very, like, educated and, yeah. like, music theories. So it's like she can bring... And even though a lot of people hear her voice, especially on earlier stuff and like what this woman's just screaming, I'm like, it's not true at all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. There is a method to Bjork's madness. Boy, I, is she fucking nuts, dude. But I, I do like her. She's one of, has one of my favorite voices. Yes. Just, yes. And so, um, like, I don't think there's a method to this madness. This is, Hey, we have a four track laying around. Let's. Yeah, let's do something. And God bless him for making it work for most part. But also, I don't. I stumbled onto this. I didn't really read it into it. Uh, that the recording of the, of this album, the first one, was like so much of. Uh, well, let's just go to a different bunch of different places. Let's see oh, yeah. what the vibe is like. Let's do it in the field. Let's do it in this fucking yeah, closet. Yeah, not. I think only one of these was recorded in like a proper studio. That, one that, of their albums. Yeah, that's what that's what made me really think that. Oh, they're just creative artist artist types. They're not songwriters because they're paying so much attention on where where they're recording, how they're recording it, the vibe of the recording, the the overall mood of it, and not focusing on like, hey, does this stick in someone's head? Is this catchy? Yeah, like it's two, like I said, two very different skills, and it, it just it seems super neglected. Although I will say that uh, Brazilian Sun. I think that Eastern influence works for me quite a bit. I enjoy the strings on that on Dude, that song. The the Morcone wordless whale type mm, vocals. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, it, lovely. It'd be funny if you go to add your songs and I just picked all, all the all same that. ones. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, but oh okay. So this almost made me gave it worse for sure. And you gotta know what I'm talking about. What? You gotta know what I'm talking about. What, what's oh, that? That's bisonors. 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 The fucking French rapping. Oh, yeah. It's a French rap song, basically. Yeah. I, yeah I, people rapping in French, they always sound a little bit like douchebags, but right? also. I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't know why, but also. I'll tell you why, because they're never black. <laughs> some of them might be. I'm. Maybe. It's not my area, <laughs> but also, like, I feel like a hypocrite because I'll like a, like, a strong a a british rapper i know it's totally different but like a strong Uh, british rap like if people know like a dizzy rascal like talk about a british name holy shit dude yeah and a lot of people think dizzy's voice is annoying so a lot of people think a lot of people's voices are Uh, annoying i wasn't so bothered by asap rock but apparently nobody likes his voice yeah i mean he's just a, a jewish guy from New York. He does sound like a Jewish yeah. guy from New York. Yeah, absolutely. no, his voice is an acquired taste. Where like, man, Dizzy's like accent is is thick. Ah, uh, yeah. But so that song is an anomaly here because nothing on this album is just straight up <laughs> French rap. I don't know who it is. It's not them doing it. Oh it's, no, it's just some French rapper. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's not like it's on albums. Like maybe later on we'll get to like more hip hop stuff, but not fucking here 
No, it's just yeah. so it's a, it's a it's just a strange track. Yeah, and it's interesting that like like yeah, the title track is good for what they do and then you know, we talked about like the hip hop trip hop influence yeah. but then it's still like, very lo-fi yeah. yeah and so it kind of seems obvious to bring a rapper in but not like this not like not over yeah it's just like also it's at the end of the album and it's rapping over more melodrama we had mm. a whole fucking record of like now it's just oh god so it, it kind of makes you less forgiving of them taking a chance and doing the rapping thing because like it just sounds like but it's like still like you know, it's not it's that still different. That, yeah. yeah, it's still the same old shit. Uh, but I, I guess we don't like to sell, so <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. It's uh, this is 2007's "The Adventures of Ghost Horse and Stillborn." Another title. I'm glad you have to say because I see it and I want to say Ghostface because there's no. I almost wrote Ghostface several times when I was writing because <laughs> there's no spaces. Down. Yeah. So this is like their most pop song yet. Yes, yes. Now we're venturing into a pop uh, territory. This is produced by some Icelandic man who I'm not going to try. No way. I bet there's circles above his letters, right? Yeah, I'm not going to try. But he's like worked with Bjork a lot. So I couldn't tell by these vocals, Alex. <laughs> I, get, I get the comparison, but I don't know. By the way, we talked over it, but were those fucking kazoos? Probably. 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 Once you use kids' toys yeah. in your songs, nothing is. You graduate to kazoos. Those? Yeah. So I think this is a spectacularly weak opener as well. <laughs> I didn't I didn't love it, but I'm like, at least it's something different. Um This is where the vocals This are, broke you? This, so I was really mad at yeah. the last time. I was like, uh oh, I don't like where this is going. And this one I was like, I guess they're here to stay. Because let's talk about Japan, Alex. Oh, oh my God. Well, oh my God. I knew you were going to hate that because that has like a reggae feel to it. She's doing a reggae accent with her fucking baby voice. Yeah. And, dude, when she <laughs> part of the chorus is she ends every uh, fourth bar with everybody just hold hands. Yeah. And she says, everybody just hold hands. She doesn't pronounce. She's. Dude, it's like she's doing a fucking character. It's like, it's such bullshit. Like, I mean, it's like, it's so like, oh, you're just being like, it's so not a, a real voice. That yeah. It drives yeah. me up the wall, dude. It's, uh, it's wild. Like, uh, I don't think, I don't think I've ever heard you get so hung up on the like pronounce or pronounce well, it's, Yeah. It's like, it's because. It's the same kind of shit with Cypress Hill. It's like you're putting on a dumb voice because you think it's like it's not a real authentic style. You know, some assholes going to request Cypress Hill. I mean, that's probably a good idea, actually. But it's like you can you can do a thing for style, but like it's all style so much to the point that she didn't say that she's parodying herself. Yeah. It sounds like a parody of yeah. Bjork. Yeah. Like it's not really. Yeah. You can't, you can't go full Bjork. So you go, you go there. Yeah. Um, who, what? Oh yeah. I was like, are they really doing like a reggae song about Japan? But then they bring up Jamaica. Jamaica. So, I work. 
Honestly, like, what if, like it's, it's like a satire thing. Like everybody wants to go to Japan, but check out this and this and this, and then they, and then it and gets it, them like some more shady country. But it's like yeah. everybody wants to go to Iraq. I was like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> no one wants to go to Iraq. No one has ever talked about Iraq. Yeah, like romantically, like the Jamaica thing kind of makes sense sure. because it's like romanticized as this. Same like, with Japan. Yeah, is this beautiful place? Well, more Jamaica than Japan. Uh, for like how gnarly it actually is. Oh yeah, it's really, yeah. really fucking crazy. Although, guess what? Didn't read all the lyrics. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> Listen, whatever. I guess you couldn't tell. Yeah, we're not fucking historians here. Um, yeah, I kind I appreciated the change in direction, but it was I, I did was, too. I was still let down by I was it. Like, exactly. I was appreciated the change in direction, still let down. I like promise. It's baby talk rap rapping essentially. The, the, the first time they've rapped. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's now a fucking old lady baby rapping instead of a yeah. French guy, and I hate that. But it's actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like it's basically a hip hop song, but the backup stuff is very nice. Uh, it's it's more. I mean, it's all pretty and and floaty. Mm-hmm. This band is just pretty and floaty. Yes. It's like yes. Yeah. That's. Every even if you get, we throw in okay. There's now there's some groovy ass hip hop drums there. Now there's some toy sounds. It's always just pretty and floaty. Yes, um, I didn't write down a timestamp, but at a certain point in houses, I was like, "Is is this rag time, Mike?" Oh, I I like <laughs> I like houses. Yeah, there's I like an old timey music feel yeah, to it. Yeah, because uh, well, it's it's a raw shit piano. It's mm. just a. a Kind of a detuned piano. That's uh, they do a lot of that actually, where it's a poorly mic'd detuned piano, just mm-hmm. a piano that a family would have in the house or some shit like that. Uh, so it it already has a mood to it with that alone, and then it's actually nice. Uh, and I, I wrote that for this album and this song specifically. The opera sister is the fucking best. Yeah, she is so good. She is. Which one is it? I think she's the one who. Let me double. I think she's the one who dresses in drag. Um, the younger one. I'm only saying because she seems younger. I think she's older. Damn, the other one. I'm sorry for the other one. Uh, either way, she is fucking amazing. Like, yes, this is full on opera. It is. Uh, God damn. I don't know what it is about operatic vocals in really uh, kind of un- darker in uh, moody music that mm-hmm. really does it. Uh Sitting through actual opera is quite difficult. It's fucking really, really long. But yeah, so that, that's not, look, the creepy piano plus an opera opera singer. Ah, God damn it. Okay, so the opera singer is not the one that does drag. It's the, the other one. The the art seer. Yeah. The art, so it's the one on the on the right right there, I believe. is the, I think she's on twice as the man and the lady and then the. Sierra is just on there once. Man, I have no fucking idea who I, I'm already lost. Who's who? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but either way, the song is rad. Uh, but but aside from that, it's like uh, I mean, you know, you get animals, and it's like I bet a I bet a lot of people like that shit. It, but it's just more depressing, sad pop. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about Werewolf. Same. It's Same. it's fuller production. Yeah, but it it stands out a little bit to me. A but little. I'm just like, it's not like like boom. This no. is the this is the song off this record. Exactly. Like, I do. Like, I still like shit like like Black Poppies and Sunshine. It's it's nice uh, and those songs are also a little quieter compared to like. 
the openers. I even stuff. like the was it a uh, bloody twins the transition piece oh yeah it got, i mean it's nice it's again it's super short but it, it's another one of like the super super mellow minimal ones and i like i thought i was like annoyed by the minimalism but it ends up it ends up being the only things i really like mm-hmm. they do is when they kind of fucking rain it in like hey we're just gonna fucking spook you for a little bit and we're gonna take off yeah instead of this fucking sing-along garbage shit sorry i just hate <laughs> japan <laughs> The song, it's, that's the people. It's it's an obnoxious song for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, we have to put it on because we're not really. Hey, hey. I'm talking all this shit with, I know, with we, no citations. We've hyped it up. So here it is. I was like, I was like, all right, all right. It's kind of I like the the Asian element. I liked it a lot. I always like when they they use Eastern stuff. It could, and then as soon as the bass comes in, I'm out. It's the singing. This, I was like, oh, they're going, they're going up, sing along, reggae. Yeah. It's just a fucking cartoon character. And there's a little bit of like, I get some carnival vibes from it too. It's fucking Shirley Temple here. <laughs> Damn. The very last line is why I get mad. Like, fuck. God. Pronounce. Oh. <laughs> Pronounce your words. Please. Um, There's an L in that fucking thing. And it's not on this album. All right, Alex? It's not on this album. But eventually, her fucking, her doing that affect, her doing that voice, eventually oh. sounds like a fucking Asian accent. It's oh, insane. It man. is insane. I never thought it. I didn't, I didn't think about that. It was. Got like, you, buddy. I yeah. got it. I got it later uh, on. Yeah, yeah. It was just grinding me out at a certain <laughs> point. But, uh, but it's so bizarre that it almost sounds like a fucking, like you're, do, you're doing an Asian voice. Yeah. Saying all these words just oddly for no reason and making it sound like a baby god damn it's weird and like i was i kind of glazed i glossed over it earlier the that singing style is now everywhere it's everyone's it's dog, doing that uh, shit yeah yeah it's insane like oh boy we're all fucking chimps you know? uh, although i will say some singers are better about like reining it in where i know what you're talking about like it's there but it is not like turned up to eleven. Yeah. Like yeah. Like the way her voice is. It, it, okay. 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 We'll move on from that. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that for an hour. Also, the uh, the fact that we, I, I feel like we're gonna have the same picks. I feel like yeah. I don't know about the exact same picks, but probably close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's good to step forward, but not enough. It's a, it's just like a marginal step forward and it fucking stumbles as it's stepping forward. But I, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to make it through this. We are next. This is 2010's gray oceans. I like this song. I really, really like this song. This, I think this, this song, I was like, what's, what's that? What's that? Hey there. Well, hey there. Uh, hey there. 
also this that this album cover does not do it any i this is the worst album cover i've ever it's seen insane <laughs> it's insane it looks like a flyer for like a, a larking festival someone someone should have got sorry larping damn it, i ruined the uh, <laughs> someone should have been fired yeah yeah also, they left Touch and Go signed with Sub Pop. That's right. So they... So right there. Oh, yeah. This... It seems reined in here, too. So, right there, I think like another measure or a few bars. The vocals do a thing that they do in this song, and that's it for the whole discography. Interesting. It is a, a straight-up, clean chest voice singing the melody. We're gonna get there. Yeah, we have to. Hear, we have to get I, to it. Even like that's got to be the operatic. Yeah, singing. yeah. This is gorgeous. Well, then, then again, it does have that twang, so it might be uh, the other one. Right here. So. This is the only time you'll ever hear this voice making this sound. It's like talking, yeah. And with specific, with no affect. Mm -hmm. There's no rapness to it. It's just her voice. And it was so bizarre to me that that stuck with me for so much because I was like, wait a minute, this is, that's a regular ass chest voice. It's very calm. It's not like mm -hmm. filtered in any way. She's not fucking with it. She's not doing it. I don't know if, which sister it is, but you don't hear that again. No. I. It reminded me of like these like 90s like new age like I think they, it was like called like Enigma or something mm -hmm. like I don't know what genre of fucking music this is and if you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about if you don't i apologize right also before i go any further best personal best favorite. personal favorite without a fucking doubt dude <laughs> not even close I, w I was not expecting yeah. dude this i was i was expecting to like a few other albums and this it's this the, it's pretty much just this one yeah yeah and they really lean into the haunting yeah. and creepy aspects yeah. on this one and not even that that's like their strongest suit but the the fact that i don't know it feels the most developed it, to me so this is the only album that i think is an original sound mm -hmm. where they are they are them and they are no one else and no one sounds like them that opening song I was the second it came on, I knew within seconds, like, oh, this is not the same riff that they've been doing the past yeah. year. This is a different feel. It sound because not just because it's, it's Eastern influence, and the by the way, the Eastern influences on this album oh, fucking kill it. Smoky taboo, dude, fucking rad, dude. Yeah, fucking kills it. Yeah, but the the style of riff is mm -hmm. almost an Asian style, which it, it's not folky. Church yeah. is not edgy, and it, it's a little darker, but it's not it's not like sappy or melancholy. It's mm. a different kind of, and that was like, oh, they're figuring shit out now. They're writing differently now. This is exactly, what, and it doesn't keep it up the whole way. They certainly don't do it again after this album, but for this brief moment in 2010, I guess. Yeah, uh, most of this shit is is fucking rad. Also, he um he only produced three tracks on here. Um. Let me look up the names instead of naming the numbers. Um, R.I.P. Burnface, Lemonade, and Fairy Paradise was produced by uh, David Siek of uh, TV on the Radio. Uh, uh, we talked about him a little bit on our Jane's Addiction episode. He produced their like comeback art album, The Greatest 
escape artist, which oh, right. I kind of dug. Mike did not. But Indeed. I think he is a talented producer mm-hmm. as well as, you know. He did. He, he played on the best songs on that on that record. Yeah. 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 So um, it's weird because out of all those, I, th- I think like Lemonade is the strongest. So do I. So do I. But it's like, yeah, I just don't know if he like reverberated throughout the album. I'm sure it was recorded in a million different places. Sure. Yeah. And honestly, what was the uh, fairy, fairy Paradise you said was the other one? Yeah, it, yeah. It's like that's it's like, like a dancey club track at parts. Oh, the Evermind. I I got it. I got to mix it up with yeah. That song fucking blows. Yeah, I yeah. forgot. I got to mix yeah. it. With, no, no. Hate that song. Awful. God damn it. Let's yeah. not talk about that one. Okay. Let's talk about what's good. Okay. <laughs> it's good. So, Smoky Taboo, baby vocals aside. Around th- three minutes in, it, I fucking, it. Yeah. Ooh, it gets fucking super heavy. Let way, me, way he- or let not me, heavy. I'm sorry, heavenly. Uh, you got to yeah, put let that me. motherfucker in. Oh, God, I'm going to yeah. fast forward it to like that three minute. This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's Eastern because of the fucking drums and just the wiggliness of some of those melodies, but they don't. It's a, it's a different style. It's completely different. It's still. I, I can't compare it to anybody, really. Yeah. Um, just trying to find out some more about this. Plus those vocals, dude. The opera on this album yeah. is the shit, dude. It's, yeah. it's like the best ever. It's like an Asian thing, but it doesn't. It's not an Asian riff or yeah. Asian melody. Yeah. It's like you took. It's, it's like you took an indie melody and played it as though you're playing it on an Asian instrument. It's a very uh, cool. It's a very cool vibe throughout the whole album. Um, I know you were. Uh, I wasn't like full blown annoyed by them. I think the worst song on here is uh, Saint Michael. Oh, okay, so. One, I have one forgiveness for that. Yeah. That is simply because I I read that it's a bonus track. Okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It is a bonus track. It's it, on streaming. You'll hear it. It. It's got some really cool production in certain areas. Mm-hmm. But, God, damn, it's auto tune baby vocals. It's baby yeah. vocals, but auto tune. No, there was. There was something in the air with this album, and you can tell that song is not not, no. not part of it. Yeah, and like. There's what is it? Uh, the moon asked the crow. It's kind of hokey, kind of dumb, but it, it works. And also, it kind of it's starts out like a Dr. Dre track. Like it has, oh yeah, it's mad hip hop. Yeah, like, put you know, put on a little bit okay. of, at the beginning, just because it's it's actually pretty, and I like it. It's just uh, I wasn't expecting it to work. No, I wanted more stuff like this from them, where you're like surprised yeah. and. Just like Dr. Dre. Just like Dr. Dre. This way. Right here. This. Oh, with the strings. And the claps. Yeah. That's mad Dr. Dre. Holy shit. I mean, it's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, that that song did, like, grab my attention because R.I.P. Burn Face is this 
kind of it's okay it, it could be worse but it's not but yeah and then you get something like as crazy as the moon asks the crow and you're yeah. like i'm back in motherfuckers also the best the best thing ever is that that randy newman horseshit misdirect at the beginning of hopscotch <laughs> oh yeah because i was kind of annoyed by that so was i but then it fucking kicked dude, oh, dude those drums yeah it was like, all right yeah the song it turns into yeah, is very is pretty cool and yeah it, it returns to that that you know that hokey randy newman type thing a few times but it's like again like the song itself really really picks up uh it's the best vibe that they've ever had this whole album mm-hmm. like i said it feels completely unique i was like really ha- when i i was really happy when it was yeah like yeah um gallows is probably like the spookiest song a little much it's like storybook more mm-hmm. music box stuff uh it's same i think is at this point it's pretty samey it's a little longer than it probably yeah. used to uh it's pretty though i mean again every even if it's boring, even if you don't like it it's pretty <laughs> boring rep- repetitive or, or like you know samey it's still pretty mm-hmm. uh and also uh here i come i think is like you know it's novel but more filler like they could have cut this album like three four tracks early it yeah. would have been way better. Would have been a hit. Yeah. But would have got all the mics in the world. Oh, just <laughs> just show me this one album, nothing else. But yeah, I was like super excited. Like, okay, they finally found a voice. They found their voice. They found a style. It, it's not, I don't feel like anybody's copying anything off Godspeed anymore. I don't feel like any of that. I'm not, I'm not thinking of other artists at all. It's exactly what I was hoping for. And I was so happy to get there. I was like, okay, now we're on board. Let's go for a ride. And now we got we got three more albums, right? Yes, a little bit of spoilers. It almost feels like this album is not canon in yeah. their career. Yeah, I, I just don't. Wait, what the fuck? Oh, I forgot. To, no, uh, I, put, I pressed back by accident. Because yeah, um, again, it's that when we get to the next one, it's like this. This never happened. It's yeah. It seems like the redhead stepchild this time grew up to be like. What's her fucking face? Like, you know, who's a hot redhead? Uh, Amy Adams? Jessica Chastain. They all look the same. Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, that's right. Damn, I really fucking (laughs) dropped the ball on that one. (laughs) But... Uh, yeah, best personal favorite for both of us. If I had... By a landslide. Not even... Not even close. (laughs) Not even close. Like... I'll probably listen to this again. Uh, oh and, yeah, and at least at least we we got this yeah, out of it. Yeah, uh, it's no means perfect. Still has a lot of shit I don't like, but god damn it, it was mm-hmm. I was very optimistic at this point. Uh, but now we're gonna move on to 2013's tale tales are tales of a grass widow. <laughs> fine with it as like a short intro thing but it's long it's long um, and then yeah it's just like wait is the is the rhythm section gonna come and here we are hey this is the direction they decided to go in i know i just like Because, uh, okay, I thought I had them pigeonholed, and then Grey Ocean's, like, yeah. you, you, and then... And That's it's a like, cool little thing, though, by the way. Go on. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, uh, okay, so you can't pigeon... Oh, no, you can you can pigeonhole, you know. I think I smell some rain. There it is. There's Cartoon Bjork. 
Now is like, yeah. This was the song that that broke me. Yeah, not all the way, but it broke me a little bit. Um, I don't think this is terribly written, especially some of those bass lines. Uh, but this production, this style, this is not. This is not my music. I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think maybe like a backhanded insult, like a different. Like maybe like a an MIA could have made that work for me because like you said the music's not bad but it's just the the overall package by the way worst least favorite oh boy oh boy. interesting you pick this one I don't uh, like this shit oh my god I get it I get it this it's was not hard good. this was really hard and also we got a noni back for uh, tears for animal tears for animals and. Probably, is there is there another one? Tips for Animals probably like the most quote unquote normal sounding song on here. Yeah, the song it's but it's it just does nothing for me. And uh, and her voice again, her voice just I was like ah, it's so it's so ghosty. I, I just <laughs> I just don't like it. And so it's like okay, those first two they're under this huge pop filter. They're not mm-hmm. making pop songs. They they're they're not doing what I, I I would enjoy to listen to. But I'm not gonna like I was. Still, like, no, they put out Gray Oceans. Yeah. Like, there's some shit there's here. Something, yeah. There's something here. There fucking isn't. I like one song on this album. That's Homeless Monster. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. That's the only song on the album I like. For me, it was uh, Child Bride. I thought, really? I thought that was a solid song. I like the instruments featured on there. I thought it was good. It's a big old sad pop song. Big old, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's called Child Bride. It yeah. should be. It should be. But... All of them are that though. They're all yeah. just sad. Like again, time, going back to like what you were talking about on adventures. It's just yeah. like yeah, that's this is what you guys do. Yeah, because you look at end of time. Holy, holy fucking god! Oh my god! Could get less up my alley. Like, that that was the song where I felt like there were some Dr. Dre influences. Really, some of the yeah. Interesting. Uh, what wait, was this? <laughs> Again, like it's like, not like any of these are so offensively bad. It's just I found myself by the end. I was like, I liked none of that. No, I I remember nothing. Mm-hmm. I remember fucking nothing. <laughs> and I was like, and it, it felt such like a betrayal after the last time. I was like really excited you, for what was you were you were tricked. <laughs> I was tricked. And it's like grave uh, grave digress. Oh man, that song. I that's like the. To me, like when it's like, okay, we're done here. It's not like it's, it's not offensive. And I was like, I don't love it. And then it took me like not long, and like I, like a couple minutes. Ago, I was like, no, nah, I hate it. It's so long. Oh I, my god. I don't think it ever recovers after after that song. After that song, no, it absolutely does. <laughs> it's like because you get far away, which is more boring ambient shit. And like it's it's like it, it's all bleeding in together. And like there's there's they throw in some dance beats every now and then. And it's like okay, well it's still fucking boring and sad yeah you could uh you could put some some sugar on this bland bland meal you're serving up but it does not roots in my hair that holy it's (laughs) god damn it it, first of all boring folky flute bullshit all right but it sounds like some shit you hear like in a naked juice commercial or something where it's like oh you're oh it's this is like a health like something where it's 
a lot of this it feels very commercial. And I do mean literally like I've seen it in a commercial. A, commercial, a lot of a, a lot commercial. of the, I don't know if it's been used in commercials, but they're uh their music has been used a lot in in films. I can definitely see that. I can definitely definitely see that. And yeah, like like I said before, it's not like spikes in like rage for me. Mm-hmm. It's just you get villains. It's, like, it's fine, I guess, but it's it, 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 it was. I mean, I don't like it, but it was slightly more interesting than the songs that preceded it. But it's like, oh well, if we're this comparing it to the songs before it that's not a good no it's not not a good bar what put it in my head that this was so much their worst is because uh you got the the hidden track i think it's devil's island like after poison it's like a big old oh, silence shit, did I, I think i fucked up you i didn't skipped really, it yeah uh it's like a big old long gap of silence and then there's like a it's a fucking surprisingly late it's like four almost five minute song it, after yeah that. and it's oh man i it clicked for me there it's the, the usual really, really melancholy, piano, edgy, sad thing, but with fast-paced, annoying techno electric drum, electronic <laughs> drums. So I was, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, I would, I would like this song if this fucking horrific, loud rhythm section wasn't just boom, 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 like the whole time. Bashing you over the head. And I was like, that's, that's it. They're just, the, all of their arrangement instincts on this whole album specifically this album are just like or art or garbage like they just forgot how to arrange stuff and put yeah. them so everything just feels exactly the same or just wrong or just like like i said like invasive like that those drum that that that, that drum beat on that song is invading that song <laughs> it's really it's, it's really fucking hard to get through yeah and at first i thought i was just uh you hitting the fatigue because you know these albums are pretty same they're all folky and sad and they all you know whatever I thought I was hitting a hitting a, a wall and I was getting fatigued, so I I moved on to the next ones and I eventually came back to this one like a day later, and goddamn, no, I still, hated it even yeah. more. Like, yeah, this is the one. This, this is yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'll just say one more nice thing. Okay. Because uh, it's it's bad, but uh, or sorry, the album's bad, but uh, Broken Chariot, uh, probably the most Native American song they've. They've done. Wait, is that like a? I'll is play. that one of the shorter ones? It yeah. is shorter. I'll play it. Go ahead. Also, I this I don't know if we've ever uh, talked about Native Native American music before on this. Probably not. If we ever cover Tomahawk, we'll definitely get to it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a two-minute song. It's this uh, lot of chanting. Yeah. Like, let me rub this album in your face before. <laughs> well, I should I should time time. They all take a, a while to start. Uh, yeah, but it's only two minutes. You can't. I felt like a transition piece, right? Yeah. This is very nice. Again, always pretty and. Yep. Maybe I got my songs mixed up. Oh no! There we go. Yeah, you get that flute. There that we go. flute means yeah. nothing else other than Native American. It means nothing yeah. else than a Native American has entered the room. I think they've talked about like doing like the sweats, like the, the where you build oh. like 
the little the TP thing and with the and like you just like go in and fucking sweat it out. There's not peyote involved in that. Ah, uh, there might be. There might. Be. There, there might be. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that's another example of it's pretty, but it's not doing anything. Yeah. It's just floating along. Hey, it's just floating by, drifting by, floating along. And yeah, so everything I loved about the last album is uh, gone. So it was both a jarring disappointment. And then when I went back to it, I was like, this is just not creative. It's not ex- exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I see where everything is going and it's way more pop sound. It's way more radio sounding. Uh, all the choices here. Like, again, this is a band of choices. And here I, I just disagree with every for, single one of them. For a band that on the surface doesn't seem to care about being accepted, I get the vibe a lot on these later albums that they want to be accepted desperately somehow with each one more and more yes god damn but let's move on that that was my worst by the way in case you couldn't tell i didn't like it but this is now 2015's arctic city like a drunk wounded stag limp your way to paradise i forget what song i said was a bad opener on what album but this is the worst worst opener uh yeah, it's very uh, it's very small. It's a very <laughs> tiny opener. It's very small. <laughs> and it's just like, why? Why is this a thing? They do love those music boxes, don't they? Love them. God, every album, a handful of songs at least. Just uh, when you go out on tour or if they're just traveling for this, never leave home without a music box. That's all I'm doing. I'm surprised they never sampled that because. <laughs> Listen, we're artists, Alex. That's, that's a little silly, all right? It's too. That's a little silly. <laughs> just a little. Okay. Okay, we get the fucking. Just sorry, I couldn't even wait <laughs> couldn't, for couldn't even wait for a fade out. Yeah, worst least favorite. Uh, this one. <laughs> this one. Why this one? I just the the feelings you had about the other one. I was just so fucking bored. It's and, more boring than anything yeah, else. I would say it stood out less to me. Like the other one, I don't like, but there's like these highlights or or noticeable things. And here, I'm just like, God. I just like, I kind of want to like Besso, but oh yeah, Besso. Uh, it's 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 weird because I'm like it's fun, but I already forgot about it. It's the only thing I like about it is it has a rare, very rare live drums. Oh, okay, yeah. Usually they got some sort of uh, machine or or sample or beatboxing. Yeah, well, when you're recording in a field, you can't, like, lug out a drum. It's We're not maniacs. Mad, inconvenient, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't... The song itself does nothing for me. So, Lost Girls, I thought it was very nice. Okay, I thought the... Uh, uh, like, the flute stuff... I found it obnoxious. So, that's the song where it sounds like she's do, just doing an Asian accent. Yes. She just yeah. sounds like she's doing an Asian accent with yeah. her baby voice. It's really odd. Yeah, they're... It's so weird because there's parts of that that are like old time rock and roll. Yeah. That I dig, but it's just attached to the the like rest. I, I think it's in the intro where she's talking like this. So put on okay. a little bit of Lost Girls. Let me try. Which to... they named the record label that this is released on after. Also, I'm assuming they're ashamed of this album too, because it's not uh, we we should say it's not streaming. Not streaming, not streaming. Yeah, it was independently released, I believe, Warming which the hearts explains why maybe they don't like it. Spirits. Right here. 
brighten the eyes of petty thieves who crawl at night, who feign to use a Tell me she's not doing a Japanese accent. Yeah. The cosmos are on fire. Dude. The blazing loins of the criminal choir. Yeah, that is you that don't a fucking white girl, dude? What the fuck? Well, she Look might she... not be white, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, you're white now. Trees of poison to escape this heavy... Dude, I, I, I was like, wait, hold, wait, shut the fuck up. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love accents. I think they're all hilarious. But, like, it, her, her twang, her style turned into such a parody that it sounds like she's doing an accent. Speaking of things that become parody... Big and black of a serious song subject that is this made unintentionally funny by their execution. I think it's listen, I, I it's minimal and inoffensive. I like that it. it's minimal and inoffensive. It's not that great. But compared to the rest, I was like, yeah, I, I, I was right. kind of laughing at it. Like, I didn't know. It. I didn't. It didn't, uh, it didn't stick out to me. Yeah, I was like. I looked up the lyrics. And I'm it's like, about it's uh, about other is about a very fun big black things. Well, yeah, it's just like a, a like you know a big black guy being accused for things he doesn't didn't do. Very much like the Green Mile. Man, I was thinking of dicks already. Already, yeah, yeah. hey, hey, stay hey, different different strokes. All right? Yeah, that's where my, Mike's mind is at. Always, I like to think they to just dicks. watched like the Green Mile and they were like, let's let's do big and black. It must be hard to be big and black and like. I get what they're saying, but this is the way I'm like, it sounds funny. It sounds funny the way they do it. Here's what we're doing, buddy. We're reading lyrics. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> let me let me pull that. Let me pull this song up. Well, uh, let's see. There we Whoops. Oh, hold on. There's an there's an ad. I hope I turned down the right one. Uh, let's see. It's White Trash Sunday on the farm. I see the telephone wires, the way they go and go into the distance. And I, this is boring as fuck. Hold on. Oh, it's boring. Maybe like middle. It must. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Before you play. Yeah. I didn't know that you weren't kidding when they literally say, oh, it must be hard being big and black. Yeah. Oh, it must be hard yeah. being, being <laughs> big and black. Give everyone a heart attack. Yeah. They pull the pistols without second thoughts and bam, bam, bam. He got shot. So. So it's like, yeah, it's a serious thing, but then it's like the way you're doing it. Is it's written like a fucking teenager. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let me get... I'm going to fast forward it a little so we can get to the quote-unquote good stuff. This definitely has an old uh, country western gospel feel it's, it's the good singer. Yeah, and I love her. I love her so much. You still hear a twang. I don't know. It might just be the shitty singer singing well, because I know they're both really good. Also, it's so funny that they have a twang, but they like they moved around a lot, but they're like mostly like southwestern. Uh just regular old Americans. Yeah. We're never gonna get We're never to it. <laughs> I thought I fast forwarded enough. No. I'm gonna fast forward some more. I think you should go fast forward some more. This part's nice. It is nice. It is. Are we getting? No. No. Further. It's way at the end. I hate YouTube. Way at the end. <laughs> We're just skipping around this fucking. <laughs> 
don't know. It's just... Dude, this has to be about dicks. If it's not about cocks, it's not fun. All right. All right. Shut up. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) Fucking laughing at a tragic song. Ah, bed bugs is kind of haunting. I get the, but not, yeah. it's not gray oceans haunting. No, but what I like about that song and what they do a lot here is they're really reining in. They're doing way more uh, natural vocal harmonies. Mm-hmm. They're singing together these you know, standard two part harmonies, but they're they're just they're just they're just doing it straight. They're doing it yeah. straight. There, there's no there's no affect. There's, there's no, no baby vocals. There's no baby old lady vocals. There's there's no. I mean, there's even not that much full on opera, which I wish there was. But things. <clears throat> I may like the opera shit more, but like mm-hmm. I do really appreciate them. Just it's really relaxed. They're very comfortable. You could they, no one's going ape shit. It's just a very nice, straightforward vocal harmony. Yes, which gets boring, but they've never done that really. Sure, so it's nice to yeah. hear it every once in a while. I think one of the stronger songs is uh, "Lucky Clover." It's just really just a s- solid song. I mm. thought it was boring, just I like rest. Yeah. Boring, yeah, boring. That's mm. the yeah. I would say that's the the worst thing this band does. It boring. I, the fatigue was for, for sure hitting me pretty hard on on this album. For wearing clown makeup and dressing in drag, yeah. and dude, oh, I'm, we're gonna carry around music boxes. I'm telling you, dude. Artsy types, yeah. creative types, not songwriters. Yeah. You can put on a spectacle. You can put on a fucking show. You can draw a thing. You can layers of. You can learn how to sing really well. But it doesn't make you a good songwriter. It's, music. A, it's a fucking different thing. It's all. It's not any any of it. None of it adds up to substance. And because I'll reference the greatest band in the world, Slint, which you just covered, episode ninety three. You look at them as people dorks who had no taste <laughs> Look, and what did they make they made brilliant music sure like that's the difference like how how much are what do you really care about like honestly looking at i'm asking you ladies what do you care dressing up and making a spectacle being entertaining or making a great record and it really sounds like the former yeah you know they're uh they're the kiss of indie rock God damn, I love Kiss. Fuck, I take it all back. God damn it. Yeah, you do have to take it all back. Um, yeah, this. I'm 93. She's 16. It's a great song. Gross. About pedophilia. Oh, sorry, pedophilia. It's a great song. Uh, uh, I think no, oh, yeah. no one knows. I think it's a, actually a pretty, pretty nice uh, closer. It's, again, reined in, natural, very minimal. Very mellow, uh, not the most exciting thing, but I fucking it's nice. Uh, but that's kind of the whole album. The whole it's like it has more hip hop to it, which we keep we, we hadn't even brought up. Yeah, the because I haven't thought about hip hop in a while. Um, Tim Tim and Tina specifically. Uh, right, right. The, which I also felt was quite boring. Also, because it's not like that lo-fi hip. It's just like normal. Exactly. It, it lost like the the interesting aspect. Since the last album, every hip hop element is now what. It's just modern. It's like Gen Z hip hop. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's like the same samples that you hear in all of pop music. The same exact sounds. The same. Even like the the cadences of it, like the. Yeah. Where it has that fucking build up thing or the, you know, the old dance music has, they, they fall into that shit and it's started in the last album. It's doing it more here along with the, you know, sad, boring shit, but 
This is Alex. This is Alex's worst. Yeah. And, and least favorite. Yes. I man. It, it, but they, they I, I get it and I don't get it because we still have one more. That, I I just got mixed feelings about the next. So one. do I. So do I, because obviously I didn't give it worse either. Yeah. But we still got one more. This is the latest. All right. This is 2020s. Put the shine on. Not this part of the song, but it gets a little heavy. Yep. I, I love this intro and I like this song a lot. I was cautiously so was I. optimistic after this song. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Compared to most of the discography, this is a hell of an opener. Yeah, this is that's true. Opener. Yeah, they are not good with opening songs. Oh, oh yeah, so it's, got, it's got YouTube volume here. Yeah, yeah. I just realized that. Let me there we go. rein it in a little. Oh, that progression is fucking awesome. Oh. I'm just waiting for like the heavy, yeah. the heavy part. This is a really fucking good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, the, f- the fuck out of here. The fuck. That's like in the Simpsons when they're paying attention to that baby oh, shit. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> fuck out of here. But even with her dumb fucking voice, it can't ruin the song for me. I like it that much. I think because it's loud, the, the nature of the song is louder, yeah. so it's like, it's, it's not the only thing you're hearing. Yeah. And right there, first time I distorted anything. Yes. For, in the entire discography. Yes, in the world of Coco Rosie. Okay, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, this is already a long episode, we just keep listening to this. Yeah. Uh, so... Man, that was uh, I was like, yeah, all right. That was misleading. And then I, even Mercy, I like the dude. Mer- okay, Mercy really, really surprised me because I didn't <laughs> hate her voice. Yeah, she was rapping. She's fucking baby voice rapping, but it's it's it was it's not like before. Mm-hmm. She's got way more confidence. She's rapping. She's yeah. not. She's not doing her shit like, uh, while, while trying while like speaking yeah. in a rap cadence. She's full on doing the vocal fry at the beginning and ends of phrases. Mm-hmm. She's. She's. It's like she took rap training. Like yeah, that's yeah. what it sounds like. It's. It's way better. Uh, I don't love it either, but it's. Just, it's just. It's objectively so much better. And the song itself is actually pretty bad. Yeah. All hip hop. It's straight yes. hip hop. Yeah. This album is a hip hop album, pretty yes. much. Yeah. Restless. I don't know if it's like bass or guitar on there, but I dig it. It's. It's very cool. Restless is, I think, the probably their most accessible song. Interesting. Like you put that on the radio, anybody's gonna like mm-hmm. that. It's. It's a pop song. It's not. It, it, it has all the production and choices of like, like I said, Gen Z rap or mm-hmm. this generation's pop music. It's produced just like that. Everything sounds just like, I mean, obviously 2020, they have some money. It makes sense. But it, it also made me think like they probably let delegate a lot of arrangement to producers because this doesn't sound like anything they've done. And it sounds very, very modern. All the choices are very modern. Like because in Restless, which I think it's a good song, but that staccato piano, mm-hmm. which is clink, 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 clink. It's full on 
like, oh my God, it, it's just like algorithm pop music. Like mm-hmm. You've heard, you know, put on Restless. Okay. Just because like that piano, you've heard it in ads in front of, b- before YouTube videos countless times. I'm going to see if I can find any like... Just going to the ballpark. That that's the that's that's nice ballpark. Yeah. Well, yeah, not that part. The return of children's instruments in a way. In a way. Uh, with the rooster. It's still very nice. It's it's not exactly. Yeah. This. Oh yeah, yeah. Going to the the that is very Gen Z. Exactly. Noise. Female vocals, like. drums, staccato piano. That is every ad I've yeah. ever fucking seen in the last two years, dude. So it's like it feels that song feels manufactured to be a hit. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, and it's a good song. It's catchy. It. It's long and it repeats the same verses and choruses way too many times to stick in your head. That's why everything about it feels like a fucking trap. Mm. And I still fail into it. I still like yeah. it. Yeah. But again, it feels like, are they doing a lot of this writing or, they, or, they, or is a, pr- a lot of the producer really stepping in? Let me tell you where this album goes downhill. Hell, uh, Hell's Gate. Of course. It is that song that the album begins to be a bad album. Yeah. Because before that, you get uh, Where'd All the Soldiers Go? It's, it's pretty. It's got like a... Uh, almost like a Latin rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. It's using electronic instruments, but it's got a Latin, Latin rhythm. And then Smash My Head, I think, is it also works pretty pretty well, too. Best drum production they've ever had. Yeah. It'd be a lot cooler if it was Smash Mouth, but... Everything would be a lot... Was somebody! <laughs> Everything would be a lot cooler if it was Smash Mouth. But hell, you're right. Hell's Gate. Holy that, shit. That's... Um, man, like, what the hell? And then, like, Did Me Wrong just sucks, too. Yeah. Um, Very wincy. Hold on, let me look at the track listing because I oh, and then yeah, it's like Lamb and the Wolf, <laughs> yeah, it's so zany, it's so zany. The fucking little even, vo- girl vocals, even yeah, even for them, it's zany. So, like that song, and even I think Hell's Gate as well. I'm pretty sure there's like rapping in that as well. Uh, where I was praising her rapping on. I already forgot the name of the fucking song. Uh, Got Mercy. No shit. Uh, well, I was praising how she was rapping on that song. On these ones, it's like, okay, all right, rein re- 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 it back in. Because mm-hmm. it, it goes back into that territory of just like annoying baby rap. Yeah. And goddamn. So it was Hell's Gate where I was like, this album is just so fucking 2020. Like, yeah. It's just such a, yeah, just released this year. This this is the most. Uh, Engineered to be a, a hit. Yeah, it, it, it's so many, I, so many trends stuffed into the production. That's why it feels so fucking inorganic. I don't know how I feel about it, but um, burning down the house it reminds me of like a theme of a TV show, but I can't put my finger on which theme, mm-hmm. but like the dancey club version of that theme. I, it has cool elements, I think. There's so much hip hop here, man. Like in... I thought I liked it at first, but then it kind of kept going on and on and well, on and on. Well, if uh, Wikipedia is to believe, be believed, which more often than not, they shouldn't be. They said the uh, hip hop influence was because they did a uh, a song with Chance the Rapper and that kind of like oh, shit. the album grew from from there. Yeah, this because every single time there is drums, it is. All right, we're getting we're getting jiggy with it. 
God damn it. Also, a uh, very, very sweet, sad thing on Ruby Red. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, their mother provided vocals for it, and then she passed away 11 days later. That's pretty fucking tragic. I actually do. I don't mind that song at all. Also, I'm, nice I'm a human being. I can, like, yeah. be like, that sucks. Yeah. yeah even, and even, it's sweet, and yeah. Even not knowing the story, I still, I still like the, the song. The production shines on that song. Mm-hmm. Still does some cheesy Gen Z shit, but, like... Overall, I think it really nailed it. And I also really like uh, Aloha Friday as a, as a closer. That, yeah, it seems like they have, I forget what album they started it on, but like they have the trend of like the closer needs to be this minimal, yeah, pretty song. Uh, Aloha Friday is probably like the prettiest song they've done in, one, in a while. It's one of the best. And also because the whole album isn't, it, they're no longer a minimal group anymore. No, they're, they're, no. they're big ass expensive production. Now everything else all fucking pop mainstream hip hop written all over it. So when they went super subtle, went minimal again, went back to like, Oh yeah. They're like, this is what they were for all those years. Mm. Oh God. I mean, I've been my favorite fucking thing, but it's still nice. Still very sure. nice. Yeah. That's about all I got to say on the seat. Oh man, I have I just I, have I, so I you many, have so many notes. So many notes for this for this band. Every album has like a page and a half. <laughs> I know. I feel like we really turn lemons into lemonade with You're this. God damn right. Like, Fuck you guys for not appreciating us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was this like this thing I was dr- and then it's just like the it's always fun to record. It's, yeah, it's yeah. always fun to record. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's always something to say. To form, yeah, to form like Voltron. And, and yeah, with, with, man, I really oh, man. I re- expected so m- much more from, I was really hoping I liked them. I was, because I, and like I said. That's the thing. We never go in, well, some of them, like Sublime. I know. Yeah, but like uh, an artist I'm not familiar with, I don't go into this like rooting for it to suck. You think I want to sit through seven albums that I don't enjoy? I, I'm begging to love these. They so, were they were all under an hour, though, which thank I appreciate. Christ. Yeah. Fucking looking at you, DMX. But like so when, when we when I like I said, when we when I had hit uh, Gray Oceans. It was like, okay, thank Christ. I can finish this discography with ease, which it it's not like like that. Oh, that makes my opinions of the later albums somehow more valid because I was like, no, wait, no, I was excited. You're, I was, you're rooting for them. I especially wanted them to be great. Also, like people who think like, you know, we said we weren't didn't give favorable opinions on this, but like people who like think, oh, they this like trashed like we legitimately said nice. We picked out songs people and albums. Yeah, 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 we picked out songs and albums were like that is Spoken, dope. Right? Yeah, that's the thing. So that's I. I whenever I think of uh, morons like that, if you think of like how you would feel in the exact same position. At least that's what an empathetic person would try. So if you made a thing, okay, I, they didn't make the thing. The yeah. people that are saying that. If you made a thing and then someone said. They did some really cool stuff. I really enjoyed this, but overall, I couldn't. I couldn't take it. Yeah, you probably only hear that. I couldn't take I could, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people identify with their favorite bands. People that go search a band on YouTube. Yeah, want to find something that makes them be like no validated. They're the and, best yeah. band, and this is why they're the best band. I'm. Just, you're not here anymore. You're. You're not even watching. You're gone. You're, 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 you're checked out. Yeah. And let's see, yeah, this isn't what this isn't what the show is. The show is two idiots talking shit and liking music, uh, but. Fucking a man, it it's such a drag when, when when like something lets you down like that. Yeah, it's I don't know what I was expecting. I think of this like kind of 
saw their name thrown around in the years leading up to this. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, let me see. Let me see what people are talking about. It, it was, I think I picked it because it was very much like in the spirit of why we started the show. Like these artists where it's like, yeah. it's on a radar, but not. Yeah. So let me see. Let me see Let's what they got. Let's check it out. Yeah. And boy, do we check it out. <laughs> they can't all be winners. All. But man, but the, I do get, so it's like, Obviously, this has a a large appeal to a lot of people. Along with what is this like? I've read some some like freak folk or some shit like that. Oh yeah, I've never heard of it. Psychedelic uh, folk, essentially, are just like weird folk, like yeah. with the hip hop stuff. And I don't, I don't dislike. I'm not a huge folk guy, but there's stuff where uh, a listener recommended that we listen to Richard Dawson, and you hated it, and hey, I really you fucking like, liked it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. I do appreciate anything that, that can just catch me off guard and specifically with the writing. If you're going folky, we've heard the folky style before. Mm -hmm. Just just because you throw some toys on it and some some ambient conversation doesn't change the fact that you just got a folk song there. Like, do you, are you doing anything interesting with it? Are you doing something innovative with it? Mm -hmm. You don't got to create a genre. Just just twerk, just tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Twerk it a little bit. Twerk it. Just, just make a slight adjustment and then all of a sudden it Oh, feels you did new. the baby voice. <laughs> Goddamn, she almost sounds like Miss Swan. That's dating ourselves. Mad TV. No one knows Mad TV anymore. Oh man, but uh, yeah. So I, I guess I mean we're. I guess we're all things to say. We ran. We finished all the things. Yeah, they uh, obviously they're still around. Uh, they went quiet for a few years, but um, they're back. They're back, and uh, sure hope they don't see this, man. Dude, I hope their fans aren't crazy. I hope they're not crazy. Oh, they gotta be crazy. You, your fans gotta be crazy. These albums are uh, bad. You your think, fans. You think sane people <laughs> listen to music that's bad? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they do, but that's not here nor there. Yeah, but uh, one last quick synopsis, synopsis of that last album. Starts out real strong, and then when it, when it stops, it shits the fucking bed yeah it's yeah. it's almost like whoever arranged it was this like mm, let me put all these back yeah, here yeah. well you got, a, you got a lot of stinkers back here all right uh, well we'll do what we can yeah 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 but uh i guess i yeah so really there's no other info right yeah that's that's it usually there's like okay and then coco was killed in a car accident not that i want her to just give an example of things that have happened in other episodes of bands we talked about yeah but uh yeah that's why when we do current artists, there's not a, a bow to put on it. There's really still, isn't. Like, <laughs> there's see what still, happens. Yeah, they're still going. Uh, if if you like them, you like them. Pretty much. And even if you don't like them, you might like Grey Oceans. Yeah, check out Grey. There we, th that's the best thing that's, we could do. That's all if, we could do. If, if you're annoyed by this band, check out Grey Oceans. It's, Give Grey Oceans a yeah, little boost. It's very nice. It's a very uh, good album. Yeah. So uh, recap. A little briefy, little briefy, reapy. Best personal favorite, uh, Gray Oceans. Worst, least favorite, Heartache City. And for me, same best personal favorite, Gray Oceans and Tales of a Grass Widow. Worst, least favorite. God damn! What a what a hey, not. A, I've not heard such a drop off since Devo's Freedom of Choice. Ooh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, New Traditionalists following Freedom of Choice. Yeah, quite a drop, quite yeah. a drop off, boy. Uh, but thank you so much for listening and watching. This has been a delight to talk about and less so to listen to because it's very sad, very sad albums. But if you want to help us out and you don't hate us at this point, subscribe and do all the shit, the buttons, you know where you there's a there's yeah, you get you get the the thing. You fucking <laughs> uh 
You can follow me on Instagram for, you know, clips of the show and clips of my music. That's at PanderMonkey. And if you could follow Alex. At MotherPuncture. Spotify playlist on Coco Rosie. Link in the description as usual. And Patreon.com slash every album ever for bonus episodes, early access to certain episodes, and discounts off merch. Uh, and I'll, most importantly, if you want to jump the line when requesting an artist for us to cover it, uh, by God damn, please make it one that you think you will enjoy. But we'll do it anyway, even if we don't. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that's pretty much the only way to not be at the mercy of our choices now. Yeah. We, I think we we have like requests on most most bands. Yeah, we have we have a, at least one request on a significant number of our giant list of yeah. bands. Like someone has definitely gotten to it. And when we make the schedule, we're just gonna go out of our way to pick the non the non ones. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking thirty that needle. <laughs> but it's like it's just super hard because we we did. DMX not too long ago, and that was severely exhausting. And boy, did I like this more than DMX! But god damn, it's still like it, it wears it wears on the soul. Uh, I'm I we got neck or two weeks from now we got like a hurdle to get over, and then I'm I'm a little more optimistic about our schedule from there. Uh, it was more more in line. Yeah. And and I want to tell you right now, this is episode ninety four. After episode, starting at episode one hundred, is going to be the Mike and Alex show. I mean, at the at point, there's going to be a little bit of shift of in format, a very minor shift in format, and more shit's going to be on the table. Yes, and it's going to get me sure. We're uh, living in Mad Max times, starting from episode one hundred. Yeah. So, and even though I feel like we've always been in Mad Max times on this we podcast, no way, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like we'll still throw in the occasional uh, big name, obviously, like every every ten weeks, you know, whatever the fuck. But like, also, also as hard as this was, the the same thing I said on the Spice Girl episode. I do appreciate the variety here and there. I think if. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a novel if, shit every now and then. Yeah, always fine. if we did like Husker do replacements, slant, uh, big black, like back to back to back. I I would all get, touch and go. Yeah. I would, yeah, I'd get burnt out. Yeah, the yeah the variation in style is is a really big deal. And and sometimes because the reason it, this one took me a long time to start because do I want to fucking hear somber twin, not twins, somber uh, sisters with pretty voices sing floatingly over folk music. I fucking am not in the mood for that right now. So you're going to like that, that. That's the other thing that we got our schedule and like, sometimes you're not in the mood for it. Yeah. I knew you wouldn't be. That's why I sent you words of encouragement. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, they're not, at least it's not an hour and a half long. Yes. You'll get through it. God damn. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was the whole gigantic, uh, pitch for why you should join the patreon and request something specifically <laughs> and if you don't want to hear a bunch of like, like if if you think you know this pod i mean i guess you know us but the, the our rules are relaxing they're there yeah we're, we're, we're loosening the reins or releasing the gag uh what other sexual window can i throw in there i don't know but removing the butt plug removing the butt plug but i think that, yeah that's about it for for plugs and uh for the love of god Please take the last. <laughs> I I don't want to think about it. I'm just gonna throw on Smoky Taboo. Oh, easy peasy, easy peasy. Hell yeah! So thank you all so much for listening and watching. See ya.
desert child And mountains make me nauseous I like to look up wild at an infant sky Twinkling with diamonds It's true I get depressed in fancy hotel rooms Undressed with nothing to flounder my loneliness Thinking of the night song of your hair Premature as evening falls it calls to me Interrupted by the sirens in the street Yeah, I'm afraid of sharks, but not the dark.